the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the James Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and to overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Hello, welcome to the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. I'm your host, Dr. James J.C. Cooley. We got an absolutely fantastic show coming your way today. And I tell you, uh, we got this fantastic guest, uh, military veterans. Uh, they're going to talk to us uh, a little bit about uh, canines, but I'm not going to give it away too much. And, you know, so, Todd, how are you doing today, man? I'm always good. Even better when I get to help run the show. <laughs> oh, man. You know, you're the best in the business, my friend, the best in the business. That's Todd, my producer, KCB Group, San Diego. You know, so I I, I tell you what, I tell you, Todd, we got a great show, and Michelle going to tell us all about it. You know, so I, you know, I can't do anything without bringing Dr. Michelle Coolion, how are you doing today? Doing good, doing good. I'm excited about the show because, well, first of all, um, you know, about what um, this um, gentleman, this organization is doing. And I have a love for these specific animals <laughs> that are, you know, helping, you know, veterans. In, in so many areas. So I'm really excited about the show. I'm excited to hear um, this guest, his backstory, and um, everything about this amazing organization. Wow. You know, so I, I tell you, uh, can you do the honors of uh, introducing the title of the show, purpose of the show, and introduce this absolutely fantastic guest we got? Well, yeah. So the title of today's show is Canines for Warriors, Determined to End Veteran Suicide Through Shelter-Turned-Service Dogs. And we're having a conversation with retired Master Sergeant of the Army National Guard, David Crenshaw. And we're going to talk about the alarming veteran suicide rate and K-9s for Warriors Solutions and the proven effectiveness of the K-9s for Warriors program. And talk about the rigorous training and selection process involved and also holistic healing and positive impact. So an 18 year, as an 18-year-old veteran of the Army National Guard, retired Master Sergeant David Crenshaw became paired with his service dog, Doc, after reaching out to Canines for Warriors for helping battling the PTSD that ruled his life. Now with his life under control and Doc by his side, David is on a mission to tell the world his Canines for Warriors story. So please welcome to the show. Hopefully we'll get to see Doc, uh, <laughs> David Crenshaw. Hey, how you doing, David? How you doing? Good Good afternoon to you both. Thank you for having me here. Man, it's an absolute pleasure, man, having you on the show, man. Uh, you know, veterans are, you know, canines are just like what Michelle was getting ready to say. She got a love for dogs because we got one. And, Absolutely. Uh, you know, so uh, welcome to the show, David. Uh, can you please tell our audience a little bit about you, where you grew up, actually where you at right now? So uh, I'm I'm home, which is different from where I grew up. I grew up down at the Jersey Shore, affectionately uh, as we come to know it. And uh, about five years ago, I moved up to North Jersey. Um, just your typical kid growing up by the ocean, uh, you know, involved in a lot of just the regular sports in the community, uh, you know, volunteering that my parents had put me in and things of that nature. Uh, nothing abnormal, truly, as a, as, a, as a child growing up. Had that affinity to wanting to join the military, having watching all those uh, – Military movies throughout my childhood it, it inspired me as well as my mom worked for the government. And so although she was worked for the government as a civilian, I would often see the, the soldiers 
and what have you, and be so intrigued by that, that I knew I wanted to do that. And uh, not only did I want to do that, I wanted to grow up and be a fireman and a police officer as well. And I'm one of the very few fortunate people in life that could say that they were able to accomplish all their dreams. Wow. Fireman and police officer. <laughs> yeah. That's, and the military. That's That's yeah, so, uh, David, who were some of the role models that, uh, that you had when you was growing up? You know, obviously I had my parents, uh, you know, my dad's from the South, he's from Alabama. So it was very strong, uh, strong will and a foundation of, of discipline coming from there. My mom being from Puerto Rico, it was, it just echoed that same type of sentiment. And, and outside of the house, you know, one of my, my favorite people growing up and was Jackie Robinson, just reading about him, learning about him, seeing how he had overcame adversity. Uh, you know, obviously he played baseball, which is one of my favorite sports and it, it was someone that you could really just model yourself after, you know, the adversity that he went through, the service that he provided when, you know, serving this country and then playing baseball. It was so many different facets to look to him as a positive figure that, you know, you couldn't go wrong, which way, whichever way you turned. You know, so, uh, you know, military. Uh, so you said you accomplished firemen, police, military. Who inspired you to go into the Georgia Army National Guard? I got to tell you, um, I'm going to say maybe it was because it was in my blood, but I didn't know that until recently, truth be told. Uh, On all sides of my family, I'm finding out through some history uh, that there were family members in the military. But again, not until as of late have I known about that. So to truly inspire me, you know, I don't want to sound like, uh, you know, I'm humbled when I say this, but it's kind of self it was myself in all honesty. Uh, I just wanted to always do something more than my, than myself. Wow. And so, uh, uh, are you still affiliated with the uh, national guard? No. So I, I retired in 2020 after serving 20 years. Uh, it was, it was great. Unfortunately, you know, um, as we'll get on, you know, get into the details of this show, you know, as a result of that service and the service in the police and fire departments, it comes at a cost. So I know you learned a whole lot of lessons uh, during the time uh, that you was in uh, the Army National Guard. What are some of the lessons learned that uh, you live by today that uh, you learned uh, through that service? Perseverance, right? Um, you you learned that you could go beyond those barriers that may have even been placed before you or that you may have self-sabotaged and put before yourself. And, you know, throughout the years in the military, you're faced with a lot of different challenges from professional challenges, familial challenges, being deployed. Uh, There's so many different challenges that you face. And, you know, consistently, the military always provides you a way to be able to overcome these challenges. And, and, you know, once you get that in your back pocket, I mean, the stars are aligned for you, right? You can make anything happen that you truly want. You, You realize that your mental ability and strength can be that more than you ever imagined and that of your physical. Absolutely. You know, so uh, your bio mentioned how PTSD ruled your life. Uh, can, can we talk about that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's one of the big things. Uh, you know, I was in service for probably, I'd probably say about 13 years and roughly about maybe 11 years or so in, in public service as well at this point. And it was 10 years that I had gotten home from Iraq and I started to experience, you know, the signs and symptoms of PTSD. At that point, you know, a couple of years ago, we still were kind of dealing with the infancy of, of addressing PTSD and, and, and how we were going to address it, not only in the military, but in the civilian side of the, of, of the house. And so just going through my careers and starting to see some telltale signs, and they really came about after the, the death, uh, the untimely death of my mom, as well as just the, the stress of my job. And, you know, at the behest of at that time, my ex-wife, she had said, hey, you need to go and get checked out. And I did what probably most veterans would do, you know, just chalk it up as, hey, you know, you don't know what you're talking about, especially when it comes to wanting to address the stigma that may, you know, may soon follow. Uh, Nevertheless, I did go and to the VA and go to seek some follow up help. And in that help, I spent the whole day at the VA and Probably 90% of that day was all about my physical ailments. And then right when I was getting ready to leave, I slipped in that little note of, oh, hey, um, 
my, my, my wife says there might be something wrong with me. She says I'm acting different. Um, so I went and saw the, the counselor and I only explained to the counselor what I knew for them to have on paper, whatever was documented in the military for fear of losing my civilian job. I, I didn't offer any more evidence that they didn't, you know, that they already had. And, you know, I explained those stories and in that two or three minute time frame, she was able to capture so much from me. And she had said that, you know, you suffer from most likely what's considered complex, complex PTSD because you, you've had, you sustained more than one trauma and you've never mitigated these traumas. And as a result of all that, this is what you have now is complex PTSD. And she said, you're highly functioning, but, and that's where I stopped it right there. When she said you're highly functioning, because that was the message that I was going to bring home. I wasn't going to bring anything else home. But what she did say was, by virtue of the work that you do and will continue to do, you're going to succumb to this. And I tell you what, credit to her, uh, a year to the month from we had that conversation, it happened. I had my fall from grace, as I say, and it was ugly. It was it was failure. It was something that, you know, being in the military and the police, uh, you know, you're not taught failure. You're only taught how to win and how to succeed. So having all these lessons that I have received from the military service, as well as the law enforcement, losing wasn't an option. And so I was lost. Why don't you hold that thought? We got to take a yep. station break. But I oh, want to okay. come no back problem. and I want to pick it up from there. So, okay. you know, wherever you're watching this, uh, whichever platform you're watching, all you have to do is just go to the comments. If you're listening, you want to call in one 866 your life. And we'll be back with more Dave Crenshaw shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. Hi, I'm Todd Purick, the producer of The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of his book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join James as he shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of his book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by Dr. James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. And we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. The Answer, San Diego, streaming now on iHeart.com and Odyssey.com. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. Dr. James Cooley is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the J.C. Cooley Foundation. Dr. Cooley is here to equip you to strive for greatness and overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, Dr. James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to the James Cooley Series for Life. I got to my absolutely fantastic guest here, David Crenshaw. And we we can really dive off into uh, canines. Uh, we're going to learn a whole lot about uh, the services of the warriors. 
and um, and uh, you know K nine for warriors and and etc. A lot of people think that uh, you know PTSD, just like what Dave was talking about, is just uh, come from the military. But the PTSD effect are more than just the firemen, police, uh, people in general. And uh, we, we're going to delve deeper inside and learn a lot more about it. We're going to talk about David. Uh, and um, But bef- first of all, before we go into this, wherever you're watching, if you want to be part of the conversation, go to the comments and ask David any question that you might have. Or uh, pick up the phone, dial one 866 You know, I want to show a real quick clip, Dave, before we uh, get off into the topic of canines. All right, here we go. Isolated, detached, stuck. You feel like it was almost Groundhog Day. You know, how do you get out of this box? You're trapped inside your own head. You're getting intrusive thoughts that are making you see, believe, and cognitively think different things that aren't you. And you want to find that way to get out of it. When you're contemplating suicide, when there's no other place to turn to, and you come here and they tell you that a dog is going to change your life, and you sit here on that first day and this dog emerges that they've they've systematically paired with you after a series of interviews and consultations to see what fits your needs, your character. The emotions, I, I wouldn't be able to get through them without this guy right here. You know, he feels my emotions. His heartbeat is calming me down. Put these dogs in our lap at the end of our leash. It's like an umbilical cord, right? Truly, like, this thing is an umbilical cord that gives life and receives life on a daily basis. Wow. Hopefully we got... Can you hear me now, Dave? Yeah, I got you now, sir. (laughs) Man, I, I, I am totally interested in hearing your story, man. I, I love that clip uh, that uh, you sent me. And so uh, uh, can you tell our viewers and listeners what made you decide to reach out to K-9 for Warriors? You know, it had been a couple years since I started my uh, therapy for PTSD and treatment. And I've done the basic things that they always prescribe, right? Medicine and therapy. And I found that doing, you know, the therapy has its advantages, but I felt that with the medicine, it, it served no purpose. You know, it served a purpose to getting rid of some of the symptoms that you were having, but it would give you other ones. So instead of, you know, maybe it'll get rid of your anxiety, but then it would turn you off those emotions that you still need. Right. If you're a family man or if you just you know, want to go back out in the workforce or socialize, which is part of living. So, you know, with that, you with the medicine, you become a zombie. You know, they start out by giving you, you know, one, I guess your basic as you say, regimen for treatment of PTSD consists of, you know, Zoloft, uh, Xanax, and then, you know, most people are asleep. So then they give you Trazodone. So that's just the start. Now, a lot of those pills have a lot of side effects. So then they prescribe other pills to, to alleviate those side effects. And then it goes on and on and on. And that just wasn't something how, uh, the way I wanted to live my life. It wasn't, it was, I wasn't able to advocate for myself. And so with the help of some family, um, family friends, I should call them, uh, and they have their own non-for-profit that, who donates to Canine Warriors. It was them who reached out to me and said, hey, listen, why don't you give this a try? Wow. So uh, can you tell us a little bit about the organization of Canine for Warriors? And uh, Todd would mention that it's normally a certain type of breed of dog. Uh, what, what do you know about the organization? So it started in 2011 with a mom's love for her son. Her son had deployed overseas as a uh, DOD civilian. And as such, he had um, suffered, uh, you know, from PTSD. But because he was a civilian, he wasn't able to get the treatment through the VA like uh, most soldiers would have been able to do. So with that, she wanted to find a way to, you know, kind of mitigate his PTSD and address it. And she found it through through dogs. She had a dog. It started with one person, him, in her in their basement, and it's grown to what we know today. You know, having saved two thousand shelter dogs and over nine hundred veterans, I mean, I think those numbers uh, definitely speak for themselves. And the program has been such a success. You know, we're looking at 
um, you know, just a little over a decade and the, the progress that we have made as a, as an organization and to assist and help veterans and to end uh, veteran suicide has been amazing. Now the program consists of, it's a residential three-week program in which, you know, we'll call ourselves the veteran or warriors as we're referred to there. Uh, we'll go down and they'll receive the training. And this training is everything that the dog already knows, right? It's just letting us pair up with our service dogs. And now they know that we know the training and then we'll go and we'll start to uh, navigate and negotiate the things that you may encounter in life. So a good part of the training is all done out in the public because that's where you're going to spend your time. Those are some of the places you need to alleviate your PTSD. So it could go from the grocery store to the movies, to a sporting event, you know, anything you could think of, they're constantly always trying to push that extend that limit and barrier to show what these dogs can do and how they're able to get veterans and warriors back in to society and be engaging and contributing members of society. Uh, with that residential program, the dogs are trained obviously before us. And the way they pick their dogs is that the first thing they do is administer a, a health, you know, health and wealth um, exam to make sure that these dogs, you know, again, most of them are shelter dogs. So, you know, a lot of them have a backstory to them. And so they want to make sure that these dogs are healthy and are going to have good sustaining lives with their veteran. And after that, they'll do what's called a temperament test. Just make sure that they're uh, okay in and around other dogs and in and around other people. You know, they're not territorial. And once they pass those two big hurdles, then they go on to about a six to eight month training program. And from there, you know, they'll, you, they'll be paired up at the end of their training with a warrior and that warrior, like I said, is down there for three weeks. And once you graduate from there, you'll, you'll, you'll go back out into society and achieve whatever it is you're looking to achieve. And I see, I see your buddy right behind you. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Um, I, I will say, no, I've got construction going on in my house. So normally I'm in a, in my office. Um, and this actually works out because most people do not get the opportunity to see him just because of the way the office is set up. So today this actually worked out really well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we have to take a station break in a minute, but we're going to come back and we're going to, okay. we're going to talk about how uh, they pick you and your service dog. How did they pair you all up? Awesome. Uh, you know, so uh, we're going to take a station break right now, but because uh, I don't want to miss any of that. <laughs> and when we come back, we're going we're gonna to delve deep off into that. And um, hopefully we get a chance to uh, uh, see Doc again. You know, Absolutely. So wherever you are, you watching this ad and listening, all you do is just go to the comments. Ask David any question that you might have. Or pick up the phone, one 2473 Yes, your life, and we'll see you shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. There's much truth in a journey that ain't over yet, as all of us journey through life's precious gift of time, just like I have. Hi, I'm Todd Pyrrhic, the producer of The James Cooley Show. It's your life. And in the new audio version of his book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join James as he shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. This is a must listen for anyone who thinks they're stuck in life or needs to understand that their current situation is not their final destination. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet, is the unfiltered truth to provide hope for the future by challenging you to refuse to become a victim of life's circumstance and dare to become an overcomer because a bigger, better, and more impactful life awaits you. Get the new audio version of his book, Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by Dr. James Cooley on Amazon or wherever books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Hi, I'm Todd Pyrrhic, the producer of The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of his book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, 
You can join James as he shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of his book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by Dr. James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever books are sold. FM 96.1 North County and AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. Dr. James Cooley is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the J.C. Cooley Foundation. Dr. Cooley is here to equip you to strive for greatness and overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, Dr. James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to the James Cooley Show. And again, uh, David here is uh, educating us and telling us his story. Uh, and uh, I did see his 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 his, his friend, uh, his his partner, uh, Doc, show up for a second. So hopefully we get him back on again. But uh, David, can you tell our viewers and listeners how did they go about pairing uh, you up with um, Doc? Yeah, I think we got David back. Can you hear us now, Dave? Absolutely. It seems like these commercials don't want to hear my story. <laughs> <laughs> hey, David, can you tell us how they went about pairing you and Doc up? So it goes through a series of interviews. The first one is an ink and paper, so to speak. And uh, you pretty much put down everything that you're going through, what you want in life, everything. It's like a short bio. And they take that. And they throw that into the machine, as I call it, and they start to churn out, right, what's going to end up being your service dog. The next thing they do is give you a couple of telephonic uh, um, follow-ups just to make sure that what you have put on paper and, and the dogs that they have within their you know, possession at this time, that they're going to try to find one that has that perfect fit. And then lastly, when you get down to campus, they sit here and do an in-person interview with you. And that's just really just to shore up everything that they, they've done. Now, these interviews take, you know, it could go anywhere from six months to about a year and a half, all depending on the wait list. So at the same time, your needs may have changed, right? You, you may want something else out of a service dog or you may want something different in a service dog. I mean, even if during that time, oddly enough, if you became allergic to dogs, there's still a solution to that as well, too. So all these things are just really fine tuning, um, you know, so to speak, it's like giving you your perfect child. You know, so it's just amazing in what they do. Wow. Can you tell us about your service dog, Doc, and how has he changed your life? So <laughs> Doc brings a, a set of um, charisma and energy as it's almost like having a toddler and a teenager at the same time. <laughs> and I say that I say that because I have both of with my kids. And so it's been amazing to watch his journey and my kids' journey and, and, and all of us together as a family. And I think that's one of the things that often goes overlooked in service dogs. We immediately know the effect uh, that they have on veterans. And we could, you know, we could quantify that by looking at the veteran and see where they've, where they've been and where they are in that. But they play a large part of, of a veteran's family. You know, my kids love him. You know, he helps that emotional regulation, something that's hard within our as veterans, you know, when you're used to seeing so much uh, despair and dismay and just war torn countries, or you're a first responder and you see death and you always see the negative of things, it's really easy to become a cynical person and only see the negative in life. And these dogs bring out, you know, the positive in life. They're going to love you no matter what. I could wake up in the morning from a night terror, have a bad dream, have a bad day. And he's not going to love me any less. Now, I could bring that, that attitude down to my kitchen and with my wife, and I could assure you I'm not going to get that same treatment back as much as she loves me, you know. Um, but, you know, jokingly, all kids aside, that, that's what they really do, right? They bring out this natural emotion that's in us. And, you know, when you sit here and engage with, with your dog or these dogs, it just takes that break from life, right? You could escape that moment and just – be one and one in yourself. And that's one of the big things with PTSD. Your, your, your mind is racing. You're, you're somewhere else. So it brings you and grounds you. And that's very important in a lot of aspects. I could tell you that 
another symptom is, 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 you know, being trauma from traumas, being out in public, you know, finding yourself in and around a large crowd. Those are things that don't make anyone feel, it doesn't make a normal person feel comfortable, let alone a veteran suffering from PTSD. And these dogs can help alleviate something as simple as that, you know, you'd be surprised at how debilitating it could be for uh, people suffering from PTSD just to truly even go out to the grocery store. Something as simple as that. Maybe even leaving a house to go to a doctor's appointment. That could be a struggle for some. And these dogs, again, when they're at the opposite end of that leash and they're just taking you out, you're focused on that leash, that dog, and you're not thinking about, um, you know, for me, would have been that war orientation, that combat type of lifestyle where everything is a fight, where I always have to be on guard. How long did it take you to jail with a dog? I mean, I know, uh, uh, I think you said something about three weeks of training. Uh, when did you know uh, that that was going to be your service dog? Immediately. And, you know, again, you got to remember these are shelter dogs. So some of them, you know, do come from bad homes. And so even though they're in training, that first night that they're paired with you and they're sleeping in a nice, new, comfortable bed, whether it's the bed that you're sleeping in or a dog bed, that's a new feeling for them. Right. And at that time, it's again, it's it's like a kid that just came into your life. So you're sitting there and you're loving this animal and they feel it. They feel all that emotions that's flowing through your body and it's going to them. And so they're giving it back to you. And that's how that process immediately starts to bond. I mean, there's a reason why it's called they're called man's best friend. They've been around, you know, as, you know, as the gentleman said earlier, since World War One, they were using, you know, dogs. But we've known dogs to be a part of our, our life forever, you know, all, going back to even biblical times. So, I, I mean, it, it shows the relationship that was meant to be. Wow. So um, with uh, Doc, so the kids, you said the kids and everybody has jailed around him. And, mm-hmm. and um, you know, so what are some of the tasks uh, that uh, Doc does? Oh, so... So talking about uh, the crowd situation, you know, we like to have a safe space. And let's say if you were in front of me and I felt a little nervous and maybe even threatened, so to speak, not saying you're threatening, but uh, I could give him a command of stand. And this would bring him from my left side over to the front of me. And it creates a little buffer and allows me to feel safe in and behind him. Also, from that position, I could give him the command of brace. So maybe I needed and maybe I was injured and I needed to bend down and tie my shoe. And it, it, it's maybe my back injury. It's hard for me to get down to a lower level or get back up from a lower level. Well, I could give him that command of brace and which will allow him to just he knows to prepare himself that he's about to take on some weight and he could then support me in, in that manner. Uh, I could give him a command of look, which, again, our dogs are always on our left side. And from there, he can go from our left side all the way to our right and look behind me. So this is good when you're at an ATM. This is good when you're at a grocery store or this in any event where you're focusing what's in front of you, but you don't want to worry about what's going on behind you. And that's really, really important. You know, these dogs in that sentiment act as an early warning detection system, as I like to say. I don't have to be worried about what's over my shoulder because he's going to let me know. I'm going to feel the leash move. I'm going to feel, I'm going to feel something from him at this point. You know, Doc and I almost being together five years, we know each other's movements really easy. I could give him a look these days and he knows what I'm thinking. And so um, those are the main, those are like some of the really main ones. And then obviously we have the down, uh, you know, these dogs are so good. We can literally take our, our leash off of us and lay it on the ground and walk away from, from our service animal and they're going to stay in that same place. And one of the reasons that we train that is for going through the airports, right? We have to go through the magtrometers, which we leave the dogs on the one side while the veteran warrior goes through, gets screened, and then we will call our dog back to us. So, you know, that's that's really helpful when you're in an airport. And, you know, with Doc and I being ambassadors, we travel often. So it's definitely a big thing there. Wow, man, I, I need I need me a duck. <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you, a lot of people I hear that often. Oh man, yeah. So uh, it's 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 incredible. Uh, a lot of the things that uh, the dogs do, just like uh, when Michelle and I we are flying, we see people on the plane with the service dog. The dog is so obedient. I mean, he's uh, so protective, but so obedient. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, if we tried to take our dog on the plane, <laughs> she would be running all over, trying to uh, give everybody a you know a, a hug, a kiss, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. So uh, you said five years, almost. Yep, almost five years. Yeah. So, uh, what is the requirements? And I know we we're going to take a station break for a person uh, or especially a veteran uh, to uh, apply for a service dog. You know, with K every organization is different. So obviously, I'm speaking for Canines Warriors, but have an honor, be honorably discharged, or in in some cases, you can be active duty as well, and just have a diagnosis of PTSD. There's really not much else to it. They'll you know they'll take the reins from there. Once you have, mark uh, check those boxes, put in your application, and away you go. Wow, we got to take a station break, but uh, I can't wait to get back to uh, pick up this discussion again and it's just so much that I'm learning and I know our viewers and our listeners are learning as well so viewers and listeners out there if you want to be part of the conversation not too late all you do is just you know pick up the phone 1-866-577-2473 or go to the comments ask David any question that you might have remember it's your life and we'll see you shortly after the break There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. Hi, I'm Todd Purick, the producer of The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of his book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join James as he shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of his book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by Dr. James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. And we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. The Answer San Diego, streaming now on TuneIn.com and Odyssey.com. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. Dr. James Cooley is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the J.C. Cooley Foundation. Dr. Cooley is here to equip you to strive for greatness and overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, Dr. James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. And uh, wow, you know, just uh, sitting here talking to this uh, fantastic guest, uh, David Crenshaw, uh, telling his story and, you know, getting an a, a educational service dog. So, you know, and uh, all the great things that they do. And uh, just like what Dave was talking about, uh, just certain commands and, and certain things that uh, the veterans or 
the whoever that has one of these that uh, these dogs are so helpful in everyday life. Todd, so for what you what you think? It's been a great show so far. I mean, I've learned so much, and it's just amazing all that the dogs can do and the special relationship between dog and owner. It's just it's amazing. Wow, man, it's 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 uh it's incredible. I think we lost Dave again for a second or so, but uh. Yeah, man, it's, uh, I mean, just listening to them. And uh, I did not know that uh, the dogs were trained just certain words, they automatically reacting and uh, just making sure that they're taking care of uh, who they are assigned to. You know, so uh, I think we got David back. Can you hear me, Nick, Dave? Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> this, this, this is just a testament to the perseverance. <laughs> The perseverance is all, always there, and uh, just uh, what we're talking about is some of the things, and you know, uh, that uh, you were saying, uh, just certain commands or certain looks uh, that your dog already know what you're thinking. You know, so, yes, yeah. So, so they all all service dogs talk the same thing, or they react the same way, or just uh, depending on. The person, like uh, they try to match them up with your personality in certain certain ways. Talk to us a little bit about that. So all the dogs are trained to the same standard, and and one thing that I would say uh, sets canines apart from some of the other service dog uh, organizations out there is we have to recertify every two years with our dogs, and this is to make sure that the standard is met. You know, we're all about quality, not quantity. As much as you know, quantity would be, you know, amazing because it'll help get this uh, veteran PTSD symptoms down and, and veteran suicide down, you know, you still want a quality dog. So that way they're going to be with that veteran for some time and be able to perform to standard. And so all of our dogs are trained to the absolute same standard. And if for any event, like anything else, like us, sometimes we can, de- you know, they can deviate from the standard and canines provides the opportunity for the dogs to come back down and get retrained. Or even if it is the handler who deviates from the standard and needs some help, they're, they're always are willing to take, you know, the veteran back and helps them with some retraining if it, uh, if that, if a problem should arise. You know, so canine for warriors, is, is that all over the United States or just in certain states? So we service nationally, but we're uh, home based out of Florida, and we also have a um, over in Texas. Which part of Texas? San Antonio, military oh, city. <laughs> yeah, we live in Texas as well. You know, so that's oh, okay, why, awesome. Uh, we live in uh, the Dallas Fort Worth area as well as Temecula, California. So okay. uh, kind of get it uh, both world. So Dave, what happened to the dogs? that do not become service dogs. So that's that's one of the newest things uh, that they've started, uh, fairly new rather, and it's amazing. You know, some dogs just unfortunately aren't able to make it all the way through the training. And again, it's, it's a very standardized, rigorous training uh, program. And so, but these dogs are still highly highly trained dogs nonetheless. They just not don't have the ability to be a service dog. So they'll be repurposed if they can. So, uh, you know, one of the programs they started is the station dog program, which allows these highly trained dogs to now go and be part of police departments, fire departments, dispatch centers, uh, anything where that dog could bring a lighthearted mood or help alleviate some of the, you know, the PT, the things that lead up to PTSD, right? The traumas and the things And this not, you know, it's been found not only to work with the officers and the firemen and the dispatchers. This also works with, let's say you're a police officer and you have a civilian coming off the street with a problem. That could be just the icebreaker you need to have that that tension between law enforcement and the community. That very, you know, that dog could serve as that purpose as well, too. So um, and then in the event that they don't make it to that level, then they could still get adopted out, which is which is, you know, just beautiful in itself. So the last resort is obviously not to put these dogs back in the shelters is to make sure that they find homes for them. Yeah, what are some of the future goals and plans of K-9 for Warriors? You know, I think it's it's still steadfast with their main goal is to end veteran suicide. I mean, that in and of itself is a huge undertaking. It's something that won't be fixed overnight. It's something based off of our numbers and the need. We know it's going to take some time to, to get there. 
Uh, but they're committed and steadfast in their approach. And I, you know, I don't think there's any, anything more than that, that they, they need to take on. That is, that's a huge feat. You know, when you're looking at anywhere and these numbers fluctuate, you know, it depends on what you're looking at, you know, but we'll just say on average, you know, the 20 veterans a day that kill themselves, that's, that's a large number. And, you know, when you, if I say that's 20 veterans a day, there's upwards of, three million between three and four million veterans that have served since 9-11. That's a lot, you know, with no end in sight. So our mission of ending veteran suicide, that's where, you know, our front side uh, focus is definitely at. And how uh, <clears throat> is K-9 for those planning on extending their reach and output? Well, through programs like like this, you know, having the opportunities to come on your program and having been on some other radio programs throughout the country is just to get that message out there, letting everyone know, you know, there's it's it's a common problem within the veteran community. You know, we're very smart, we're really intelligent, we're really you know, we're able to accomplish things, but the information isn't reaching everyone like it should. And so, you know, platforms like yourself are helping reach veterans, whether there's not a single veteran on this call right now or listening to this, you know, they probably know someone or say, Hey, you know, I, you know, I heard, I was listening to JC the other day and they were talking about PTSD. Doesn't so-and-so have PTSD? Well, maybe this might be the solution for them. And, and, and just like this, this is how important these little, you know, these microcosms of communication multiply. And, you know, through that, I mean, it's the power of a technology right now. We're utilizing it to our advantage. Absolutely. What are some of the takeaways that you want our viewers and our listeners to get from uh, this great interview that we'll have? You know, um, we don't know what we don't know, right? I didn't know what PTSD was before then. I was ignorant to it. I was ignorant to suicide, often thinking that that was a weak person. You know, now having taken the journey that I've taken, I know what it takes for someone to ultimately commit suicide. And I be- And I assure you, that they used every single strength and ounce in their body to stay alive. And just unfortunately, it was the pain that they were suffering from. They needed to do that. And oftentimes that doesn't, obviously that's not the answer, right? That's not the answer that that person truly wanted. It's not the answer that families want. It's not the answer that the services want for their veterans. And the big takeaway is that no one perfect remedy is perfect for every veteran, but this may just be, the remedy for that veteran who's contemplating committing suicide or that veteran that is suffering from PTSD and they want to live, they want to, they want to find themselves again. Or maybe they like, like me, they never had that opportunity to ever find themselves. I started out at 17 years old. So my orientation in life is being combat has been traumas. So, you know, I just started finding myself and to see the joys of life recently. And, you know, what more better takeaway than that to like in that clip to be able to give life and receive life that that's what living is I, you know that's the true epitome of the definition of living right there and the embodiment of it and that's what canines provides we're down to the last minute of the show but i still i gotta show this to, to our view years after deploying to iraq i began to experience symptoms of ptsd it made me feel trapped with no way to escape hypervigilance was becoming my orientation in life I lost my sense of purpose and became empathetic to the idea of not waking up and even dying on the shield in the line of duty. But Doc saved my life. He's a lover, a protector, he's my battle buddy. Canines for Warriors is the nation's largest provider of service dogs for veterans. It gives veterans like me hope and a chance to start living with purpose again. Wow. You know, we're down to the last 30 seconds. I I, I had to show that when I tried to get in earlier. David, thank you so much for taking time to come on the show and share all this great information uh, with our viewers and our listeners. So uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I got to thank uh, Dr. Michelle Cooley for putting together another absolutely fantastic show. I got to thank my producer, Todd. I call him Toddy, KCBQ, (laughs) always doing an absolutely fantastic job. And most importantly, I'd like to thank our listeners for tuning in to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. Remember to always dream big, think big, and be big at everything that you do. We'll be back tomorrow. Same time, same place. It's your life.
Thanks for joining us for The James Cooley Show. It's your life. To learn more about Dr. James Cooley and how you can support the show or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Join James for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been It's Your Life with Dr. James Cooley, where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big in everything you do. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Hi, I'm Todd Purick, the producer of The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of his book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join James as he shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of his book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by Dr. James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever books are sold. C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. And we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.